0: This is Hawkside Guns podcast. What's up Hawks I Guns? This is your faithful podcasters, uh, Sean, and with me is Jake. Good afternoon. Now that our president has uh, subverted the Second Amendment and we live in a new world, uh, <laughs> and I realize half of you just went unsubscribe.
1: <laughs> no, no, half of us are just burying shit in the backyard is what it comes down to.
0: <laughs> well, I guess I'm going to have to move these. <laughs> I have yet to see the published list of what he actually did. Have you seen uh, it?
1: N- no, and I can't find it either. Isn't that weird? I mean, I, I've, I've nobody general- finds I've, that weird. I've heard generalizations, and I've heard sixty days. Um, I know he's attacking arm braces. I know he's attacking magazine uh, capacity uh, and assault weapons. But at the same time, what exactly is supposed to be done, and the fact that it's only it's supposed to happen within the next 60 days, I have no damn clue.
0: I haven't seen it published uh, anywhere. I saw he signed uh, it.
1: Oh, and the uh, and the he proposed for to head up the ATF, the uh, dipshit who did the ATF raid on Waco.
0: Good work. Good looking out, Uncle Joe. <laughs>
1: Great idea. Fucking moron. I mean, I, I mean, he's got a, a secretary of state named Blinken threatening. <laughs> Um, China and Russia with military action. How do you accept a threat from a guy named Blinken? <laughs> I mean, no, that should have disqual- just disqualified him from the job right there. You know, oh, oh, wait, wait a minute. Your name's Blinken? No, 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 no. No, no one is in the entire world is going to take you seriously with that name. No, just vote no.
0: And and just to to set your righteous indignation uh, aside a little bit, uh, listeners, make no mistake, I. I It's true, I don't like our current president. I don't really like any of our politicians, like, none of them. Like, none of them make me happy. There's one or two that are okay.
1: Yeah, you got one or two who are genuine human beings. The the rest of them, from top to bottom, can...
0: Go jump in a lake. Um, exactly. This, this is uh, like I'm, I'm not in favor of any of them, Republican or Democrat as a whole. I, I don't identify as either one. I think they're all just a bunch of liars. OK, so just to be clear,
1: <laughs> I've actually got a, a rather very, very specific uh, voting procedure that I go through when it comes to deciding who to vote for. Uh, unless somebody has a particular stance on a particular issue that I'm finding particularly interested in voting for or against, I vote against any incumbent.
0: <laughs> well, not that guy.
1: <laughs> no, I mean, it's, it's so screwed up. It's kind of like, OK, um, y- y- you obviously aren't doing the job. Let's give somebody else a try.
0: Yeah, I haven't noticed you making anything better. <laughs> You're out. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's like I, I honestly do believe that career politicians should be outlawed. Yeah, you know, like this. This should not be what it is, and I and we we. You know, I. This is not the cast to talk about that, but I do have a specific feeling about how that should be taken care of. That nobody likes, <laughs> but you know, it should be. As far as I'm concerned, it should be more like jury duty. You know, where it's compulsory <laughs> and you don't get any of these well, these politicians like that. But that's well, that's just me.
1: Well, to take things a little bit back to the gun industry, though, obviously something is going on, whether you and I can find out about it or not, because I don't know about you. But my inbox for my email has been bombarded with uh, opportunities to buy lower parts kits and (laughs) arm braces.
0: Uh, (laughs) Like like, like
1: CAC CAC Industries has been blowing up my phone. No, it's kind of like, let's sell as much of this shit as we can before we get told we can't anymore and get stuck with all this stock.
0: Uh, I don't doubt it. So, I mean, that may be a, a, a identifier right there. <laughs> I mean,
1: I normally get like an email every two or three days going, this is what we have on sale. But I've been getting like two or three emails a day now from every company that I that I'm subscribed to. And it's kind of like, holy shit. Palmetto State Armory is definitely trying to sell their entire stock.
0: Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, this is going to hit the AR-15 crowd pretty hard. I'm guessing pretty oh. hard.
1: And I and I guess I'm what I'm just trying to figure out more than anything else is, uh, you know, I have two firearms. That the way that I'm con- that the way I have them configured at the moment is perfectly legal. Yet in 60 days, depending on what Biden does or does not do,
0: may not be. Well, I have one that may not be, too.
1: And, and it, it may just be as simple as pulling the arm brace off of it and just putting a cheek pad on it instead. I, I, but I see the thing is, is I don't know.
0: I mean, I don't know, because I know that, that they were kind of following the same proposed California assault weapons ban. Yes. Um, and in that one, there's pistol-gripped shotguns, of which I do have one. Now, yes. it's that Rock Island, where, where I have a a field stock for it, I can convert it off of a pistol grip, but I don't but, know if that's still legal. But
1: but here, here's the the other problem that goes into it. Right now, having the parts to convert something into an illegal form is in and of itself illegal. Yeah, I'll have it, to it throw it away. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Or bury it or whatever it is. You know, give it to the yeah, lady but, of the lake. I, I, I don't know. The,
1: the, the one thing I'm considering a saving grace at the moment is, is that... If, Unless, of course, we find out that, you know, unless somebody like Snowden in the ATF throws out the information that they've been keeping records that they are technically not supposed to, and I I wouldn't be utterly surprised by that, they don't technically at this exact moment in time know what firearms every human being has. So it would be more than anything else a... Yeah, this is one's going to go up underneath the couch, and it's unfortunately one I don't get to take to the range to play with anymore, at least until somebody changes it back.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think there's going to be a lot of that. I mean, I don't particularly mind it because it, it's you know, having the, the, the weapon, that is. But, uh, you know, if I had an AR-15, I, I don't know what I'd do with it. I honestly don't because it's obviously that's what they're going after. They're going after what they feel and I use "feel" as in in quotes, you know, because it's that's all it is is just an impression. It's it's sort of it's the same thing is is the prejudice against bully dogs, you know, like pit bulls and stuff yeah. like that. If you've ever had one, you know that they're snuggle well, bears.
1: Well, and and I've got a a tag that I not only follow but contribute to quite honestly, quite uh, vehemently, which is um, uh, hashtag ferocious pit bull. Yeah. <laughs> You know, exactly. I, I send posts to that all the time um, they're
0: just snuggle bunnies, and and they're widely misunderstood. And there's a yeah. very, very few things that in the 80s and 90s, and that people who mistreat them and abuse them use them for that give them a bad name. Still to this day, Michael Vick can suck it because he he harmed those dogs, and really. Those types of things are the same kind of fear that's going into AR fifteens right now and and some of the other quote unquote well, assault stuff
1: and 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 once again, it kind of goes into the different laws that are trying to be created even in different states. right now, Delaware, who went extremely blue in the last election, is trying to the the, uh, the, the legislature here is trying to enact uh, some more gun control. They're basically trying to turn us into Maryland or New Jersey. Um, which would suck. Uh, But one of the things that they've got, which just shows that they do not understand what they're saying, doing, or or anything at all, is they are doing a magazine limit ban, which, okay, they went for 17 rounds. So if you've actually got a magazine and a handgun that takes more than 17 rounds, you're basically dragging it on the floor anyway. Um, So you can't play with the 30-round fun stick anymore. I'm, I'm not terribly horrified by that. The part of it that actually gets it going into, my God, you guys don't even know what you're talking about, is uh, that what also becomes illegal is having a floor plate in the bottom, an exchangeable floor plate that would allow you to make it larger in the bottom of your magazine, which means every magazine
0: out there. Yeah. Yeah. Magazines
1: are Every every one of them has a replaceable floor plate. Every one of them has the capability of being made into a larger round magazine. So even the idea of painting it like they do with the ones in New Jersey is out the window.
0: Yeah, I don't and and they're doing it because they don't understand and they're just trying to outlaw as everything they can, right? And, exactly. and get it closed down. What can exactly. we do that will remove as many guns as possible without saying that we're going against the Second Amendment? Um, I just I – th- I found it hysterical that, that Biden solved the problem by just screw the Constitution.
1: In and of itself, you mean you've got a guy who – and I know I'm about to go all Federalist Papers and, you know, America on us. But what you've got is a guy who recently took an oath to uphold the Constitution. That was <laughs> – that's the entire presidential oath. Uphold the Constitution and defend the Constitution, the Bill of Rights being part of the Constitution, who then goes on national TV and says, well, the Bill of Rights isn't everything.
0: And I just, well, how much easier must it have been to just completely go around the Supreme Court and all the rest of that stuff and just, yeah, this stuff's illegal. Like, well, yeah, I mean, I guess uh, no wonder No, none of the other presidents thought about that. That's way easier, Uncle Joe. <laughs> just, just declare it illegal. <laughs> screw precedent, screw legal system, screw the Constitution or any of that stuff. Just call but, it illegal.
1: But then again, it also goes into what exactly did he say? You know, I, I can't even find an actual. Um, And if somebody out there is listening, uh, you know, uh, do we have an email address?
0: Not that I'm no, aware of. Uh, shit. <laughs> we have put Twitter.
1: It, put, uh, put, it, put it on Twitter if you can find it. Send a link to us on Twitter uh, because I would love to read what the order says because I can't find it. Now, it maybe it's someplace I just haven't been looking, and but at the same time, it seems like the actual order in and of itself has been buried. Um, so – I don't. I've I've read different versions of what it says. I've said I read versions of within 60 days, it's it's going to be certain things are going to be illegal. I've also read that it's what it's doing is declaring that it's an executive order that Congress needs to address it within 60 days.
0: I honestly don't. No, I couldn't find anything on it either. Like, okay, what exactly are we doing? What exactly are we we outlawing? How are you? You know, how have you like in? in and the part that, that gets me is, like, this. normally it's the Supreme Court that decides how the Constitution is modified, right? Not anymore. Yeah, not anymore. <laughs> they don't do that anymore. In fact, they're trying to limit the Supreme Court. So this, this is a hot topic.
1: Oh, and I'll throw in one last piece just because I find it one of the most disingenuous arguments on the face of the earth. Going back to our good old Uncle Joe. Uh, one of the things he said in his in his press conference was he used the comparison uh, when he was talking about the uh, the Bill of Rights not being everything and not being absolute. His example that he used was the off cliche "fire in a crowded theater" statement, and it's one of the most disingenuous arguments ever. Because yes, we do not allow people to use language to harm people, i.e., yell fire in a crowded theater incite to riot anything of that nature but we don't make the word fire in and of itself illegal so it's already legal to shoot somebody it's illegal to harm someone with a firearm but we're basically making the word fire illegal so it's an argument that doesn't compare
0: well, and they're big on that because they all—all all anybody needs right now is sound bites. That's what they try and give every. They arm everybody with sound bites so that everybody's saying the same thing, and nobody really thinks about it. So, it, to me, it's interesting. It's masterfully done. I mean, they're 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 masterfully working over all and around all of these issues. So, to me, I I don't know exactly what he's doing. I I just found it amazing if what he actually did was alter the federal firearms legality with an executive order, y'all should be very afraid of what that administration is capable of. Because if that's what he can do, and just take something like that and modify it, without asking, without approval, without anything, if that's what actually happened, they could. he could just write anything.
1: And I think that's part of what's going on, why it's to some extent obscured, because they're trying to uh, make it unclear what he can and can't do. Yeah. Or what is and isn't being done. The more it can be an argument over what he said, it can't be an argument over what he did. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so which is i mean and, and that being said i will also say this is one of the reasons why i've gotten into lever action rifles because they're sem- they're not even semi-automatic
0: yeah yeah and i i uh i have to admit i did make a purchase uh this week
1: well i'm going to preempt you because you've got a whole lot more to talk about your purchase than i do of mine so i'm going to preempt you real quick with i was on my way to pick up my rossi I had it all planned out.
0: Oh, no, dude.
1: And I couldn't cough up the last little bit because I unfortunately needed to get a root canal instead.
0: Uh, uh, You (laughs) pick teeth over guns? (laughs) Who needs to eat, dude? (laughs) <laughs> Seriously, <laughs>
1: it, uh, it, it was it was heartbreaking. it was well, it was toothbreaking, but um,
0: <laughs> it was a yeah, destruction. An, 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 an,
1: unfortunately, I needed to I needed to wait a little bit longer on picking up the the Rossi just for no other reason than I unfortunately needed a root canal. So that is my entire week on guns.
0: <laughs> I, am, I am that is most unfortunate. Holy crap, man. Well, I had a more successful week.
1: No, no root now?
0: No. As a matter of fact, I, I do have a cracked tooth. I just ignore it because I know it would have cost me my gun money. Being over forty sucks, doesn't it? Oh my god, it? yeah. You're just like, well, how the hell did that and I I cracked it eating a burrito? Like, <laughs> how do you do that? Like well, everything I... in there's soft there's not like a it was not like a rock burrito or something like that. It was a freaking burrito. Well, I had
1: uh, broken this tooth um, some months ago, and originally it was kind of like, oh, shit, I broke a tooth, but uh, I've got better things to do with my money.
0: Yeah, that's kind of what I'm doing now. <laughs>
1: um, and then it turned into, "Well, wow, this tooth is getting sore, but I can uh, use uh, Sensodyne uh, sensitive teeth toothpaste, and it, it takes care of it. Uh, then it got, "Well, wow, the Sensodyne is not working anymore, <laughs> but you know, if I take two ibuprofen, I'm okay for several hours. That it turned in. If I take four ibuprofen, I'll be okay for several hours. When I actually raided my wife's Percocet and it didn't take and it didn't help, and I was the following morning, I woke up and called the emergency dentist.
0: Yep, that'll do it. <laughs> yep, yep, <laughs> yep, yep, yep.
1: When 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 I went, holy shit, I'm stoned, but it still fucking hurts.
0: <laughs> I'm still in the don't chew on that side situation. <laughs> I, I, yeah,
1: so so it was unfortunately time.
0: I, I could see that. I could see that. Uh, I'm on the, uh, just don't you on that side situation, and hopefully it'll, like, hang out there for a while. Yeah, you, you, you'll you get there eventually. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Um, I did the same thing with my damn wisdom teeth. I just waited till they fell out, you know. <laughs> it cracked in half, and then it fell out, like, one piece at a time. And I'm like, there, see, problem solved. Shannon's like, you are the dumbest man alive. I can't believe... Sean, that hey, was black. I'm like, well, yep, but it's out now.
1: Hey, at least at least you got your kidneys done t- taken care of. I yeah. I basically just wandered around on that one until it
0: passed. Oh man, I I couldn't do it. I I was doubled over. I mean, that was that was horrifying. Those health things aside, I decided uh, <laughs> last week after I ordered a new barrel. I talked about this in the last cast. I I ordered a new barrel, the uh, XSP. I couldn't deal, I, I just could not deal with the trap rib on it. I couldn't handle it. It I kept getting in the way. I, I just, for whatever reason, the, the how I shoot, it was just really bothering me. So I ordered another barrel for that. Okay. And Did it show up? It has not yet. No? Nope, not yet. Um, now,
1: ordered... is it because it wasn't supposed to show up yet, or are we out there cursing FedEx and UPS?
0: <sighs> no, it was supposed to show up technically as this cast was recorded yesterday, Okay. Um, it is not here yet and it's it arriving late and I'm like, you mother <laughs> pizza." Okay, of... so,
1: yeah. So we're, so we're cursing the delivery service.
0: Exactly. Yes, we okay. are. Um, now to take some of the sting out of that, I, uh, Friday, I had a little time and <laughs> I've been thinking about it and I've been thinking about it and thinking about it, like, what do I really want? And I I got all my guns out, of which I have, as I realize now, way too many. I sent you a picture of some of them the other day because yes. that's how many I was cleaning. I have probably double that as far as long guns go. <laughs> I mean, they took up a whole wall when I started leaning them against the wall. And I'm like, this may be too many. You know, I could probably, and I thought about it, and I'm like, God, you know, what I really want, I can't afford. Right. I want one of these. And we've talked about this several times. Like I want a thousand dollar shotgun. I don't have the funds for a thousand dollar shotgun, but I want a thousand dollar shotgun. See, you know, but
1: but you you're you're also in a point where in a lot of us end up there. And I'm guessing this is where you went with this, which is I do not have that cash in my pocket, but I want it badly enough that I might be willing to get rid of some of what I have to acquire it.
0: That is exactly where I went. And I started thinking about it, and I, I knew I wanted an automatic, and I knew I wanted a really nice automatic, and I thought about $1,000 to $1,200 was my price range, because that's really where it steps up, right? A $300 gun is much like a $700 gun, all right? Maybe some a little bit of features and all that kind of stuff, and you have to spend about $1,000 or $1,200 to really get a step up from that. And I'm like, God, I really want a nice 12-gauge automatic. And I I got to looking on it, and I I got all my automatics together, of which I had four.
1: <laughs> List them for us. Uh,
0: I have a Weatherby SA-08 uh, which, Deluxe. Which,
1: which we know you love.
0: I do love that. I have the Ithaca Model 51.
1: Which we know you've put blood, sweat, tears, yes, and love into. That, that
0: ain't going anywhere. Who else could take care of it you know you need a wheelbarrow full of parts to make it run um, and a welder uh, but uh, that I love <laughs> to death um, I have the newly finished uh, 1148 Remington yep uh, the spring gun
1: which is which is the one you just acquired.
0: Uh, yeah, I got that one, uh, well, no, I didn't just acquire that one, I had that one for a while, and, uh, it was one of the ones that was kind of broken, and had some stuff with it, I thought, and I carved okay, the stock. So, so
1: that, so that wasn't, that wasn't the one with the ridge barrel?
0: No, no, the, okay. the XSP was not an automatic, that was a pump gun. <gasps>
1: That's right,
0: okay. Yeah, and then I had the, uh, Browning Silver Hunter, uh, so I okay. had four in, in my possession, I have so, some pump guns and stuff like that too.
1: So so but but on on that note it sounds like you've got two that you've put blood sweat and tears in and one that you've professed to love and one that is an awesome firearm you really do like it. However.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and here's the bad part, right? <laughs> that one it's worth more than the others.
1: <laughs> that's where so, I was going. That, yeah. That's why I paused to wait for you to mention.
0: Yeah, the 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 Weatherby even now is worth about eight hundred bucks. You know, if you were to go buy one retail, it's about seven fifty to eight hundred bucks. Uh, you see some of them because it's an SAO eight deluxe, but you know they run for about seven to eight hundred bucks. Uh, the eleven forty eight is, I don't know. You can buy a really nice one for three four hundred, right? Um, I didn't, I bought one for like 125 and then made it like the three or 400 gun. Uh, and then the, the Ithaca is as far as the rest of the world considered trash. So that's not going to be worth anything. Everyone knows about the glaring faults it has. And everyone's like, I don't, I don't think I want that. (laughs) Like, I'm the only person who loves that gun. Well, uh, unless, of course, you sell them a welder with the gun. <laughs> yeah, here's a welder and a bucket full of parts and some yeah. extra stuff. And here you're going to need this seal because this, this thing cracks all the time. Here you go. And then you gotta you got to take it apart special because otherwise this spring comes out and it's very bad. You know, like you have to, it's like that old guy who, who had like this crap car in high school, but he loved it to death and he knew everything about it because everything about it has broken. Yes. Um, it is like that, and I won't let it go because I love the gun, <laughs> and I just—it's—it's it's special, right? It's like special, but it's special. <laughs> I mean, it, it rides the short bus, all right. It has a helmet, and it's not about to have chocolate like that special. <laughs> uh, but it, I, I don't want it to go anywhere, so I kept looking and I kept looking and kept looking, and I just the Silver Hunter isn't, I don't pack it. I don't pack it. I don't take it with me. The only time I take it with me is when we have a, a large group of other shooters and they all want to shoot the Browning. Right? Because yeah, it's a Browning. Might. Exactly. And, and they don't get to shoot that very often. Especially people I bring out to shoot for the first time. They're like, oh my god, it's a Browning. Let me shoot that. And But but doesn't it
1: suck when you have that gun that should be by name the gun? Yeah. But for whatever reason.
0: It's 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 not, you know, I like all the other automatics better than that. I like shooting all the others better than it.
1: And from my own perspective, the one that I keep going back to with that statement is Walther PBK.
0: Yeah, I should love this. Exactly. I should. I don't, but I should. (laughs) Right. And I and everybody's like, oh, you can't sell that. I'm like, the hell I can't. (laughs) I looked around at what automatics I wanted, and I I took about a week or two just to make sure, right? But here's the funny thing. The Winchester Super X4 or SX4 uses the same choke system as the Browning Silver Hunter because they're both made by Olin, right? Winchester and Browning are both owned by Olin. So Olin often uses some part swapping, and one of the things they do is they use the same choke system. So the Invector Plus choke system that I have a full set of external chokes for also crosses with the XS-4. The really cool gas system that's in the Silver Hunter, the front part of the gas system, the actual uh, gas valve and all that kind of stuff, is the same one in the XS-4. So the really cool indestructible part about the Silver Hunter is exactly the same in the Super X. And I'm like, huh. Huh.
1: Okay, well, well, then then take a step back Um, for those of us, myself included, who are not as up on shotguns as you are. If the parts in which we're talking about are identical, what is the benefit of the SX4 over the
0: Silver Hunter? I am super glad you asked that.
1: Oh, no, because because it's. Now, at the same time, and I have been guilty of this before, it could very well just be the answer is, it's an SX4 and that's what I want, damn it. <laughs> um, and, and and that's perfectly acceptable in my book um, because, once again, I have done that before. Um, so the question is, is what was the thing that was drawing you to the SX4 that made you willing to give up
0: the Silver Hunter? Well... We'll go, there's two categories of that. Uh, we'll start with features, right? Now, while a lot of the internals are indestructible and, and very nicely done, the bolt's reasonably the same, the gas system's the same, and all that kind of stuff, the receiver is different, and the the slide is different, and the barrel is a little different. Uh, but really what sets it apart is the the furniture on it, is the, the stock on the Silver Hunter is fat, thick. Think of it like a Mossberg 500. Yep. It's, it's got a fat waist on it and a fat foreend. Yep. The SX-4 is a lot more like an 870. It's got a slim, tapered, kind of almost wasp handle, so which fits my hand much better and I can control better. And it's got a very beautifully laser-cut, checked, thin foreend, which allows you a lot of control. And for me, it swings faster, which in, okay. in clay shooting is important.
1: The, yeah a- uh, absolutely.
0: The other thing is the bolt release on the s x four is in my opinion, much superior. It is a lot more crisp. You don't hit it on accident, and it is just almost bulletproof. plus the uh trigger is a lot smoother on the s x four than it is the silver hunter
1: it, 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 and it and it's, it begs to to say that when you're talking about a browning trigger and something being better, it's kind of like, or it's got to be butter.
0: Yeah. Oh, God, it's so smooth. It's so smooth. And I didn't realize exactly how smooth it was till I've been shooting it this morning. It is glass. It's just so soft and so smooth, and it just swings through the shot, and it's It's perfect. And
1: and, and even when you go into handguns and rifles, it is amazing if you've spent your life, whether it's in an AR with a mil-specs trigger or you've only shot Glocks or with their crunchy triggers, and you finally get something that actually has a really, really good trigger on it, it's almost shocking.
0: Yeah. Oh, no, it was so – it was – I was very surprised because everyone told me the SX-4 has a beautiful trigger. And I'm like, yeah
1: i i I actually got that when I went from even from the uh the, the striker fire six hour six hours to the 229 that I have mm-hmm. uh and once again you're talking about a difference between a four five hundred dollar firearm and a thousand dollar firearm and it was <laughs> I, I mean it, it it was so beautiful it was kind of like uh, I, I didn't even know what to say it was kind of <laughs> like i didn't know it could get that
0: good And that was my problem. I'm like, why is this? Now, the other thing about it is, and we'll go over how it shoots in a minute, but the other thing about it is I found that the the top-of-the-line SX-4, which is the Upland, the uh, Winchester SX-4 Upland Field 12-gauge, which has a stainless factory-engraved receiver, it has walnut, stocks actual walnut stocks with laser engraved checking uh, it has a beautiful fiber optic sight out front um, i found it just absolutely gorgeous now that didn't hurt at all but the thing that got me is the equivalent beretta top of the line automatic was 17 or 1800 and it was just a ton of gun for the money, and then I went and watched some videos on people review it. And what really won me over was what the Gould brothers said about it.
1: And, and, and once again, for those of us who are not shotgun aficionados, who are the Gould brothers?
0: The Gould brothers are the premier shotgun trick trickshot artists um, that you will find on the web. They are. They can do amazing things with automatic shotguns and frequently do. uh, And they have run tens of thousands of rounds through both the XS-3 and the XS-4. And their main trick shotgun is a Super X-4. So they had, I was really interested to see what they said about it
1: nothing is ever going to astound me as much as the chick in a party dress and high heels who can kick the uh, the clays over her shoulder and shoot them without seeing.
0: I'll send you a video later. It's (laughs) it's, it's, it's super impressive. You're
1: missing part of it, though. It's not so much the shot, but how do they look in high heels? (laughs) Pretty (laughs) crappy,
0: I'm imagining. (laughs) Not that I've ever wanted to imagine the Gold Brothers in in heels and a dress. But uh, like a red strappy Battlestar Galactica dress, but you know what? Yeah, pretty pretty crappy, I would imagine. But exactly. They uh they it's they do some pretty good stuff, and they use the gun a lot. And uh, they they said it's the softest shooting and and best trigger in an automatic shotgun that's available. And I'm like, well, all right, I I gotta I gotta have one.
1: And, and and that's why I'm dying to shoot the Walther PDP.
0: <laughs> I know it's just like oh damn it, you know now I gotta go get one. And it was for those of you who don't know, the SX4 is a thousand dollars flat, right? Okay. It's not it's not twelve hundred or fifteen or seventeen hundred. It's a thousand dollars flat. For under a thousand dollars, it is the most shotgun I think that you can buy in an automatic. And. Well,
1: sounds like a worthwhile investment
0: yeah you know i was like okay cool how the hell am i going to come up with money for this and the silver hunter appeared in my hand (laughs) so
1: well i I, both of us have experiences where you can't really go out and go hey babe i'm gonna go spend a thousand dollars on a gun that's cool right
0: yeah on a shotgun (laughs) where i already have four that look exactly like it you know (laughs) to her they all do
1: I mean, I, I sent you a meme not too long ago of a, uh, a tank parked in a garage, and it's basically, honey, I parked our new gun out in the garage. <laughs> and it's, what do you mean parked? Parked. <laughs> so, 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 yeah, when, when you decide that to, uh, for those of you who haven't done this before, because I have, um, when you decide to spend that much money on a firearm, you have to figure out how. It's not one of those things that uh, unless you're the type of person who can go in and throw down the American Express Black card and say, I'll take it um part of this is planning out how to accomplish this without somebody having a conniption
0: yeah and uh or you know like well i guess we can't eat this month so uh but look (laughs) it looks great guys you guys want to have a turn you know
1: that doesn't work (laughs) it really doesn't (laughs) uh, we're we're, we're gonna have to use daddy's new gun to go hunting if we're gonna eat this month
0: (laughs) exactly all right ramen for everybody you know no, all three meals, ramen. That's all we're doing. Uh, so I, I'm like, crap. Okay, well, let me take the Silver Hunter down. It's it's an expensive gun, some browning, and I fixed it up so it's flawless, right? I made sure it was absolutely, there's no markings, there's no anything. I, I put strike hold on it, which is the, the cleaner I use, and just cleaned it up as best I could, made sure everything was polished and shiny, threw it in the bag and took it down to Shields, not Cabela's. And,
1: yeah, well Cabela's was gonna offer you twenty bucks for it.
0: Yeah, it, it, look, you know, it's sort of like pawn stars so fifty bucks the best I can do. Yeah. And they'll turn it, right in fact, around That gun
1: might it. actually be there.
0: Yeah, exactly. You know, like you don't want to sell your gun at Cabela's. And so I walked into Shields and I was a little cagey because I was pretty sure they were gonna give me the Cabela's treatment, right? And I'll give you hundred bucks, you know, or something like that. In which case I'd be like, screw you, give me my gun and I'll go ski yes you know uh so i walked in and I, guess, I said, yeah i was looking to uh swap this out you know trade this in sell it whatever you guys are doing here and they took it back and and the old man came out an old guy older guy came out and he says, is this your gun i said yes sir it is so um and you could tell he was dying to ask like why are you selling this you know <laughs> it's a browning It's a Silver Hunter. This is a premier Browning gun for an automatic. Like, what are you doing? (laughs) You know? But he couldn't ask that. He's like, so uh, I checked it out, and there's nothing wrong with this gun. I said, no, there's not. Because there's not even a marking on it. It it barely looks like it's been shot. I'm like, well, it's had some rounds through it. And there was silence, and he's just looking at me to continue. And... So you're looking to sell it? Do you just need the money? I said, oh, uh, no.
1: And it it has to be a wonderful look when you look at somebody with your uh, Browning Silver Hunter and go, I am (laughs) upgrading.
0: Exactly. And I said, actually, I wanted to swap it out for that. And I pointed right over behind him to the the SX4 Upland. And he's like, oh, this is a trade oh, that's very different. Do you, sir, do you know about our trade policy? And I'm like, oh, here it comes. You know? Uh-oh. Yeah, and I said, no, why don't you tell me about that? You know? He goes, okay, so here's the deal. He goes, you're going to love this. And I'm like, oh, yeah, sure I am. And he goes, while we could only give you 60 to 65% if you sold it to us, if you trade it in and buy something else, any other firearm, we'll give you Seventy-five percent of the retail value. You're kidding? Well, darn. Yeah, you're kidding. He goes, "No, sir." He goes, "I'll calculate what we're going to put it on the wall for, and I'll give you seventy-five percent of that."
1: Uh, look, the only the only way to do better than that is to actually consign something in which they're going to take fifteen uh, percent.
0: Right. Today, we, like you're going to like, give me the credit, and I can do that today. You're not going. He goes, "Oh, yes, sir." I'm like. He goes, this gun is flawless. There's not a mark on it. I'm like, yeah, not now. It <laughs> didn't arrive that way, but yeah, there's not now. <laughs> it's flawless now. And he goes, there's not a, uh, he's like, I can offer you full value for this firearm. Uh, there's, there's, uh, he said, I'm going to put it on the wall for about 1100 And he goes, you'll be lucky if it's still here tomorrow. So I know we're going to move it. I have no issue with that. Two of the guys back there already wanted it. So I, I'm i very comfortable offering you 75% for, of the 1100, which put me in around 825 or 865 or whatever it was. And I can have that Upland with the 28-inch barrel. <laughs> He's like, yeah. I'm like, you have one in a box? He's like, yeah, pretty sure. And he he scanned the barcode, boop. He's like, actually, I have three. Wrap it up.
1: not even put it in the box just just give me the
0: box just give me the box uh i said yeah let's do that right now before you change your mind he goes all right well let me write some paperwork up for this you fill out your your documentation your forms and you know all your background check and all that kind of stuff and i'll go get your your upland Uh, and
1: and that's the time you're just waiting for it to come up and go delay yeah i know i was waiting
0: i was waiting for something to happen because i bought a gun last week you know from the same place and it was a winchester and it was a shotgun and it was a 12 gauge and i'm like oh they're gonna have a problem with this like i'm gonna pop up on a list somewhere or something and they're gonna like especially after uncle joe is fucked with us all like somebody's gonna have a problem with this and uh he came out and and he's like well uh you know we're just writing up the paperwork for your trade and uh, your your background check already came back. If you want, he's like, uh, we have to do the final on this and have somebody, you know, have a supervisor come check it out. If you want to go over to the ammunition section, why don't you wander over there? We should, you know, by the time you come oh, back in a couple and there of minutes.
1: De- and there was more delightful over the ammunition. section. Oh,
0: yes. You know, he's like, if you'd like to do that and come back in a couple of minutes, I'll have this all ready for you. And I'm like, perfect. Uh, so I went over the ammunition section and I don't know if I hit it on a good day. Or what happened? But there was, and I tried to get a picture of it, but the line was so damn big. Um, <laughs> there were four thousand rounds of nine millimeter on the shelf. Now, damn, I have not seen that much because I counted. You know, like okay, ten deep and or ten high and forty. This one, oh holy shit! I mean, there was a lot and of course they had a two box limit on on the uh, uh pistol and rifle rounds you know shotgun shells you could have as much as you wanted uh but pistol and rifle rounds you could have two boxes and we're all sitting there in line. i'm like is this the line for nine millimeter because it looks like they have some and he goes yeah it is and so we're sitting there and there's and there's always that guy right there's always the jackass and he's the same jackass for the last six months been complaining there's no nine millimeter now there's nine millimeter and he's complaining because it's an aluminum jacket nine millimeter and i'm like he's like well actually that's (laughs) not very good for the gun it's it's not as good as brass so i don't think i'm going to have any of that i'm like well you're a fucking moron Mm -hmm. get out of line (laughs) you're lost dude yeah (laughs) i don't know what your problem is you know in the, in the one of those old like beer, belly and beard dudes is sitting right behind him, and he's like, "Uh, you know that's like not right, right? Like aluminum softer than steel, and the chambers steel, and like the sear steel, and all the stuff that ejected are steel. That the worst it's going to do is mangle the aluminum jacket, and you won't be able to use it for reloading, but." It'll fire and it won't mess up your gun. Blazer wouldn't sell it if it's crap that, that messed up people's guns. They get a bad name. There's nothing wrong with aluminum around. Right? I use them all the time. And this guy's like, oh, it shows what you know. And he goes, well, then get out of line. <laughs> the rest of us would <laughs> like our damn 9mm. Thank you. <laughs> he grumbles and walks off. And sure as sure nothing, you know, I go up there. Guy's like, Nine millimeters. Yes, sir. Hands me one to two boxes. Here you go. Holy crap. <laughs> and it, what <laughs> surprised me is it was $13 a box. I mean, it was a little higher than it used to be, but $13 a box for nine millimeters.
1: Well, and $13, for those who are not pistol shooters, $13 a box for 9mm aluminum is probably about 10 to 15% higher than what you normally pay. Yeah. For aluminum. For aluminum,
0: it's a yeah, little for,
1: bit for, higher. For brass, it's right about where you are.
0: Yeah. But for
1: aluminum, it's it's a tad high. But it's not the disgustingly high. It's not it's 50 not...
0: bucks a box. Exactly. Which is what I've seen any 9mm going for. And I don't mind aluminum rounds; it's fine. I, I really don't. Aluminum rounds are just perfect; they'll go through the gun. Well, well it, it,
1: the other part of it is is you're also shooting outdoors at your own place. Uh, there are some places that won't let you shoot anything besides brass.
0: Mm, that's true, and I'm out in the uh, field.
1: <laughs> exactly. So I mean, if you if you were had an indoor range that you were going to, it's all like it's likely that they would not allow you to shoot aluminum. Um, and, and it's a it's a shitty reason too because they want to collect up the brass and sell it to reloaders so that um they make extra money on it. And the problem is they can't separate the
0: aluminum out. Right. So, but I you know I didn't I I was fine with it because I wasn't gonna you know I wasn't gonna care.
1: Oh, I I would too. I mean, the outdoor range I go to is kind of like shoot what you want. You know. Right. <laughs> Mine too. You know. <laughs> just don't just don't just don't bitch at us when the steel jams. <laughs> Uh, I, I think that was one of the funniest stories from the the, the place where we go. Is we I had um, uh, a firearm that was just it, it was actually it was back if you remember when I had the issue where I had a whole bunch of 380 in the box with the nine millimeter. Oh sure. Uh, and, and it was jamming the firearm because I hadn't figured out what was wrong yet. Um and. <laughs> So I was having trouble unjamming the firearm, so I had the range master help me. And he goes, wow, I was thinking that was going to be steel. And I'm like, um, no. And he goes, yeah, because it's the funniest thing. I'll, I'll get guys out there I'll see, with a jammed AR with a steel round in it and ask me to unclear it. And when I slam the thing on the ground, they start freaking out that it's a $2,000 AR. And my response is, then why are you putting cheap-ass, shitty steel ammunition through it? <laughs>
0: Because I spent all the money on the gun. It should should shoot anything. It's like, not how that works. (laughs) Not how that works. I just, I I couldn't believe it, so I waltzed over. I was all happy. I took my two boxes back over, and sure as anything, they had my paperwork done. They had the the credit in, and I had gotten for my birthday a uh, $150 gift card uh, to Shields, which I was still holding on to. So, I wound up paying uh like a little bit in tax, so about 100 bucks.
1: You, you you do realize that these are the types of stories that have people on both of the podcasts you're on Hate Your Guts,
0: right? Yeah, I know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it, slightly different concept with one of the other podcasts, but it's the same
0: sort of thing. You're just a lucky bastard. <laughs> But I mean, I traded the brownie. I might not let one go. Um, and I went back this morning or uh, this afternoon. In fact, that's what uh, I had to to wait to get back this afternoon uh, because I was going back to the same store and uh, because it's my youngest's birthday and she wanted a new bike. Oh. Yeah, happy, so... It, happy birthday to the youngest. Yeah, she's super happy, and, and she's like, I want a BMX bike. I'm like, right on. So we, <laughs> I'm like, I know where they have some of those. So we, we go to Shields and, and all that stuff, and I go upstairs. You know, well, they're waiting, because in Shields they have a thing where they, they do the quote-unquote check on it, and they basically make the tires are pumped up and all the crap and everything. Yeah. But they were super excited. They put a bell on it for her, which she wanted a boy's BMX bike with a freaking bell on it. But you know what? It's her bike. Whatever she wants. <laughs> Um, you got it, baby. Oh, good. So, she did that and everything and they're all excited and wandering around. I go upstairs to the guns and I asked the a guy there, I said, "You know, uh, do you guys happen to have a Browning Silver Hunter here?" And he goes, "Uh, no, we had one this morning, but uh <laughs> we put it out in the in the case and it was gone about a half yeah. hour later." Yeah, it didn't take long. No, and I was like, right on. He was right. He could sell it, you know, and I'm like, how much did it go for? He goes, $1,100. So like, yep.
1: That, that means some, nobody even bothered negotiating. Somebody just went, I'll take it.
0: I'll take it. Give me that one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So, I mean, I get they knew their business. I mean, they made some money off of it. They they had two gun sales. Both of them happened in less than a day, less than a 24-hour
1: period. You know, it, and for those who don't know, a 25% markup on a firearm is actually a hell of a good yeah. day for those guys. Yeah, it's pretty right, good. pretty good mark. N- new, new firearms do not have that high of a markup. I mean, some of them are as low as 5%. Yeah,
0: yeah. So they were, they're super excited to see, A, a high dollar used gun. B, one that everybody's happy getting a 75% payoff and they get a new gun. Plus they sold a new, a a new stock. So it's a win all around for everybody. You know, they pay a good price for it to you. You trade in and you get your gun that you wanted and they get to make money again off of you. So
1: everybody's happy
0: right it's not that hard a concept you know
1: so so let's step into the next happy part then you did go to shoot
0: it this morning i did i ran a brick through that mother Um, and
1: are ah, we happy with our purchase
0: it is probably in fact that's not even true it is the best shotgun i own bar none but well, I would hope so. Everybody who said, you know... I, I, I mean, I mean d-
1: dude, if you actually shot that and, and, and came back to me and said, uh, you know, dude, it was really, really awesome. The trigger was great, but I really have to say, I, I it's it's the Ethica for me. <laughs> uh,
0: um, I, you, you, <laughs> you just start smacking me. Uh, it's, it's, it is everything it's cracked up to be. It really is. It is as soft as any other shotgun I've shot in 12-gauge. It is accurate i think i was hitting close to 90% out the box for it and the cool well, thing damn. yeah the the cool thing about it is is i set it up just like the yuth guy had an external choke i um it the the sx4 and i don't know if all of them come like this but mine did has uh buttstock plates that you can stack to make it you know the th- a different length of pole so you don't have yeah. to do anything else it's just plates and you can add or subtract as many as you want and I think it comes with three. And it comes with a set of internal chokes, but I had all external chokes for it because I had the the browning, right? And I did a whole range of, of uh, external chokes for that. So I put a light modified choke in it, uh, took the plug out, put an ex- one extender plate in, which made it feel exactly like the Ithaca, which I shoot pretty well. And I took it out there. I missed the first. I mi- uh, 85 shots. I missed two. That ain't that ain't bad that ain't bad <laughs> um and then uh i just it, my dad started playing with it and everything he's like sean this is a nice gun i'm like i know. <laughs> you know it was it was really good it didn't matter where we threw the clay i could hit it um it just falls right in your hand and it's so soft and so easy to shoot the trigger is so smooth you don't anticipate anything it just kind of goes off uh and the and the clays get dusted it is so intuitive um, I see what the big deal is now. I really do with that gun. It is absolutely, to me, it is absolutely worth trading in the Browning.
1: Well, and as much as both of us, and it part of it is is because we, it's beyond our reach, have derided some of those really expensive firearms. Every once in a while, it's kind of worth it.
0: Yeah, that's the really annoying part, you know. Yeah, I
1: mean, both of us have made fun of the people spending, you know, thousands upon thousands of dollars on a single firearm going, this is awesome, it's beautiful, and we're kind of going, yeah, it's really not, it's still just a gun, you know, but but that's because we can't afford it. (laughs) A lot of times that's the
0: case. Uh, I will say that I did uh, go to shoot uh, both the Benelli and the Beretta earlier in the week uh, before I bought the Winchester. And I shot uh, two Benelli's. I shot a Supersport Sport, and oh, I can't remember one of the other ones.
1: Did it have the ribbed grip in case your hands became wet? wet? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, it did. Um, it's a Benelli. It had everything. <laughs> it's um, the the Benelli's. They they kind of do. Um, they have everything. They 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 have the best materials. They are laid out. Uh, it's sort of like the Mercedes of the car world. They have every feature right first you know first i mean they come out with it and it's but are they
1: really like a mercedes in which they have every free feature they just put it somewhere you're not used to finding it
0: actually yeah a little bit I'm like, why is the release up there? What does that button do? What the? Why is that? Then, oh, that's in case you want to do that. Why would I want to do that? You know? and, and anybody who's ever
1: gotten to a Mercedes and tried to figure out how to open the goddamn windows knows exactly <laughs> what I mean.
0: Well, where is it? Or, yeah. You know, it's it's a little weird, and I'm just like, okay, and I, I shot it. It's nice. It is. It's nice. But uh, for me... It just it was it didn't feel right. The Beretta was a lot closer. I will say that the Beretta automatic, and I can't remember. Oh, and I shot a Franchi too, but or a Franchi, whatever you call it. Um, the the Beretta automatic, semi-automatic, was as close to the to the SX4 as I think I shot, and it was about as smooth. Um, what did I shoot? I shot. Uh, let's see here. What was it? Um, I think it's an a400 uh which okay. was uh it's it's a little bit more expensive the the one I shot was like fifteen hundred bucks and it, it was nice don't get me wrong it was like uh an a400 uh, Explorer Una something i I can't remember exactly but anyway it was a lot uh but and it it had beautifully finished, beautifully finished walnut. Uh, it had a silver uh, uh, receiver it had a, a black matte barrel or, or at least a blued barrel and all that kind of stuff. it felt very very similar very similar it was also six hundred dollars more <laughs> I
1: and that. Uh, yeah I mean,
0: but they they felt very similar and I'm like mm, no I don't think I need the beretta you know it's it's not it's not worth six hundred dollars for me to to have the name i i did that with the browning and i i wasn't happy and i i just kept coming back to the winchester especially since the Gould brothers were like yeah this is all we shoot we've run tens of thousands of rounds through it and it's awesome i'm like well that's that's what i need you know but you're
1: happy with your purchase
0: oh it's so good it's so good dude Uh, i am so pleased with it it's it's might actually keep the ithaca in the case you know
1: so, and here comes the always the tough question, because it's it, it, we've talked about it. It's kind of what I've been dealing with ever since I, I bought my two two nine with regards to handguns. It's now that you have found something like that, where do your aspirations go next? <clears throat>
0: okay. Um...
1: I mean, you're talking to a guy who got as far as he went in handguns, realizes there's no way he can go farther without spending several grand, so he started looking backwards at black powder. Um, so, so where do you go from here is kind of the question.
0: Well, I purposely made, gave myself an out. Okay. Here's, here's what I did. Um, my father and I know he doesn't listen to this cast anymore, so that's great. So I can say what's actually happening. Um, my father <laughs> is 70 years old this year, and um, he frequently has shoulder and back and 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 trouble and 12 gauge shotguns are a little harsh for him now he can shoot them, but he can't shoot them for very long and he gets tired quick you know it's a seven year old you'd imagine he gets tired yeah. there he gets more tired than a 40 year old i mean it's just kind of what happens and he's been eyeing my uh Beichel 20 gauge okay for a while and uh, i'm like which is an over and under it's very it's it's very nice, um, and I, I was like, well, you know, it makes him happy to shoot it, and he, he'll shoot longer and hits better if he has something that isn't hurting him, as as we all do. And I gave that to him, which well, means... That was nice of you. Well, you know, I, I did trade for another project gun and stuff like that, but really I, I was wanting him to have something he could shoot. And a 20 gauge over and under that shoots soft and has a nice big pad on it is a lot better than that that big shoulder hammer he had in the um, uh, Stevens triple five, 12 gauge. And it just because he likes to shoot an over and under, he he really does. It's kind of a traditional thing for him. And I, you know, I if I don't go out with him, who the hell else am I going to go out with, you know?
1: I mean, I'm too damn far away.
0: You're too damn far away, and and I enjoyed taking him out there, and and he enjoys it too. But you know, if when he's done after a half hour, and I've just gone, I'm just getting warmed up. That's that doesn't exactly work out. So I had to have something for him to shoot. So I gave him that, which means I'm down and over and under. I no longer own one. Uh oh. Which means I can be on the hunt for one. <laughs>
1: So CZ makes a really nice over and under right now.
0: You know, I've been looking at those. They make a mallard, which is really cool. I mean, they, they make some really nice over and unders. And I really like that, that uh, the fit and finish of the CZs. I yeah. really do. So I'm thinking about one of those, to be honest. So we'll, we'll see kind of how that works.
1: Okay. As, as long as you have a
0: direction. Oh, I always have a direction.
1: Because, unfortunately, both of us suffer from the same thing, which is, as nice as what we have to shoot, there's always
0: what else? Yeah, there's always something else, like, ooh, what's that? I bet you that'd be great. <laughs> Can I afford that? Can I trade for that? I wonder if somebody's got one of those I could have, you know? Does somebody <laughs> have a crappy one somewhere I could have? You know, those, yeah. So... Yeah, I was I was thoroughly pleased and I I do have a new direction and stuff. I still have my rifle project which is the um the axis but until I can get some more Creedmoor. Yeah. I don't like uh, there's no point in dumping money into it if I can't find any ammunition for it.
1: Uh, yeah, i I've, I've going to have to take my father out in the near future and show him how to shoot the um, small 1911 I got him, but it, I'm going to have to take one of my 9mm and sacrifice some rounds on that to get him started before learning oh how to deal with no. the, the 45.
0: Oh, no, you're going to have to sacrifice 9mm. You only have a couple thousand rounds of it.
1: I, I know, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> that's the point. <laughs> it and it's and, and and as I've told people before it's not the the fact that I don't have enough to use it's the fact of what it will cost me to replace it at the moment.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So that's really it, you know. Yeah,
1: because because my plan is is to take him with a 9mm and get him at least started with the grip and all that before the
0: 45 beats beats the shit out of him. And it will I mean, oh yeah. That's, that's a lot of gun.
1: It's what he said he wanted.
0: You say that like it's a kid. <laughs> Look, I just I'm not saying it was a good idea. It's what he said he wanted. <laughs> uh-huh. Hey, we've all been there, man. Yep. We have all been there. Yep. I cannot count how many times. Well, that's what I want. That's what I asked <laughs> for. <laughs> <laughs> and I got it. And I hate it. And it's going. <laughs> you know? uh-huh.
1: <laughs> uh, and hell, I mean, the, the whole thing with the the root canal just just pissed me off this week. Is not only could I have paid off the um, the Rossi, but at the same time they've got a uh 18 inch. Uh, well, it comes with two barrels. It's an 18 inch and a 24 inch uh, barrel for a 12 gauge Remington Wingmaster on the wall.
0: Ooh, um, I like and, those.
1: Uh, yeah, I know it's kind of like ooh, it's got both barrels.
0: Um Yeah, we and, can fix those up nice and pretty. I do those all the time.
1: And there was even a snub nosed judge in the, the case that was <laughs> the, and it's kind of like fucking teeth, damn it.
0: <laughs> all the goodies come out and I don't have any money for it. <laughs> this is uh, crap. it, it
1: exactly. <laughs> Disposable income went in the in my tooth this week. <laughs>
0: Well, I wound up spending about a hundred bucks to upgrade to a. Uh, it, it, okay,
1: okay, we we all
0: already hate you, and <laughs> it's like don't rub it in. It's salt in <laughs> a wound, dude. I mean, I traded the Browning. I mean, technically, I went go, from go, like a Cadillac uh, to a Chevy. You know, go, like go, Browning go, to Winchester. Go find a unicorn. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, everybody who's seen the SX4, the one I have, the Upland, is just like. Oh, yeah. You stepped out, You punk. Yeah, this isn't a step. Look at this. This is gorgeous. This is it you good? I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: So, so once again, what it comes down to, are you happy?
0: Oh, I'm thrilled. And
1: Absolutely congratulations. I'm thrilled.
0: Uh, so hopefully your, your teeth will all stay as they, <laughs> they currently are and in your face and everything. And uh, your Rossi will come home soon. One can hope. Oh, dude, that's awesome! That's awesome. Well, you got to let us know when you get the Rossi and stuff, because that's of course I will. That's gonna be fun. I think you'll I think you'll like that. It'll be fun for you to shoot.
1: I, from what I've heard, is that they are good shooters, but they do take a decent amount of working in.
0: Yeah, that, that,
1: that they that they come out of the box a bit on the rough side, but once you've actually used it and got it working in, that they really are good shooters.
0: That's what I hear as well. Yeah. And and that's really all you can ask. Uh-huh.
1: Uh, and, and, I mean, it, if you are savvy enough to open a thing up and polish some areas, the work in time is a whole lot less. But if not, you just start running some rounds through it and it'll do what it needs to do.
0: Yeah, that's what I did for the bike haul. I just polished the crap out of all of it. I was like, oh, that's much better. Uh, and it, it does kind of work that way because it was kind of one of those stiff like, close it shut things you know like a 20 gauge should not be this difficult to close you know it's just it was rough and it never really been shot but well i can't wait for you man to to get that stuff going on because you could you could actually do some damage and shoot some stuff with that that'd be awesome
1: oh i mean the the other positive to that one is um my brother has a dead 38 caliber taurus revolver um so since he has no intentions of getting it fixed, cleaned up or done anything with that he I'm going to be stealing his uh, 38 Special <laughs> and
0: 357 <laughs> That's awesome. Yep. Uh what's wrong with the 38?
1: Uh, I the worst part about it is, is I'm 99.9% sure that if I took it apart and just cleaned the ever-loving shit out of it uh that it would be just fine but the um uh, uh, uh Okay, I don't know why my brain is froze up on me, but the thing in a revolver where you put the shells that goes around and round and around.
0: The cylinder?
1: The cylinder. Yes, sorry. Um the the cylinder isn't lining up with the firing pin very well and so uh, you're getting a yeah. Yeah, I'm that
0: not, does happen.
1: Yeah, and as I said, I'm 90% sure that if I was to take the damn thing apart completely and just clean the ever-living shit out of it, it would be just fine. <laughs> um be, because well i mean i know he's cleaned it just with regards to down the barrel and stuff of that nature but um if you, all you're used to doing is just popping the top on and field stripping a automatic taking a revolver completely apart to clean it is a slightly different thing and, and i've taught myself how to do it once with my dad smith and wesson so i'm pretty sure i could do it again but it's it, it is just a little bit more complicated
0: yeah, when that plate comes off and you're like, oh, crap, there's a lot of stuff in here. And it's like, yep. Yeah.
1: You know, it's kind of like, gee, I thought these were simpler than the autos.
0: <laughs> no. No. No, 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 no. That's not how that works. Remember, these were engineered in the early 1900s. Yes. Yeah, not Not late. You know, that's when those automatics came through, except for the 1911s and stuff like that. And even that's simpler. Like, a, a standard revolver actually has a lot of moving parts in it. You just don't see them. Yeah. And you don't have to see them very often because you don't have to do a complete takedown every time you clean it, you know? No. So, whereas with an automatic, you you do. And it's it's a very different process. And I, I it always appealed to me. I always liked it
1: there's it, a lot of little parts and my eyes yeah. are getting pretty bad these days with regards to little things like that. So, uh, you know, if, if I lose a spring, it's gone.
0: Yeah. I do all my work on a big, uh, like a cookie tray with a yeah. lip all over and like uh, magnetized bowls and everything. And then I wear a hobby hood with, you know, super magnification and everything like that. And you gotta be <laughs> super careful. Cause you, lo- like you're saying you lose a spring and that may be a $45 spring. And yeah. it's a quarter-inch big, and you will never see... You have carpet in your house, you will never see that sucker again. And,
1: and, it, and if you don't take it apart right, that sucker shoots right across the room. Yeah,
0: exactly. Bing! <laughs> like, whoop, oh, that's gone. <laughs> you know? I be had like, another
1: meme. I had another meme about a about a flying detent spring that I, I
0: met <laughs> you, Just completely forgot about. It. I gotta find it again. It Be like, honey, I shrunk the kids, and like hang it from my hammock <laughs> in the middle of the yard with a big magnifying glass. Go to your software, please. <laughs> I mean. I I think that's half of Brownell's business plan is like people are stupid. They lose springs all the time. We'll just charge twelve or fifteen bucks for every spring. It will be step three profit, Uh, which is not a bad plan, honestly. (laughs) But yeah, I I totally feel you on that. Totally feel you on that.
1: No, but but at the same time, I'm also not the best big brother on the face of the earth. That if uh, going, oh yeah, that sucks. That just that sucker's broken. Means I can get some 38 special ammo. Um, I'll do
0: it. Oh, of course, that's the brotherly <laughs> thing to do. Exactly, <laughs> especially especially if he's got a gun you don't know, you you treasure. You know, like you, you you don't even know how to take care of that. Yeah, I'll take your ammo. <laughs> it's fine.
1: Hey, he's getting my Walther, so.
0: <laughs> exactly. Now, is it a bigger brother or a younger brother?
1: A uh, younger brother. Oh, I, yeah. I'm, no, you got to take
0: I, advantage of that. Yeah,
1: I've got, I've got one brother, and I am the oldest. Me
0: too. Yeah, and, you, you never and, feel oh, bad.
1: Oh, and and he's the youngest by ten years.
0: Oh yeah. Well, then you yeah. especially don't feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> Mom may love you best, but I'm getting your thirty-eight. Yeah. actually that's not terribly far from the truth <laughs> that's always how it is with little brothers <laughs> oh, crap. well uh sir i hope your rossi comes home soon and uh i'm going to be enjoying the hell out of my sx4 you do that i will indeed uh you got anything else sir just to
1: call you a lucky bastard one more time <laughs>
0: yeah I'm gonna have to eat that because it's it was really a a <laughs> fortuitous uh, a fortuitous trade-up it really was uh, so I'm super pleased and uh, hopefully your your snub-nosed judge and your rossi come come home on some kind of weird trade deal
1: <laughs> one can hope
0: <laughs> all right y'all thanks for listening and we will see you next time. On behalf of Jake Bona and I, thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. If you're interested in more content like this or podcasts, check us out at hawkseyeguns.com. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.